What's up, guy? It's Monf here. Welcome to week 10 of the Blitzcast pod. This week we had Andy on and we had a great conversation, caught up on uh, school, how much we all loved it, kids and the joys of being a parent, and football picks. A lot of football talk uh, later on in the episode. Great to catch up with him. Uh, a few things I noticed it, with this, you know, the conversation happened Thursday night and I go back and listen to it on Mondays, usually to edit it. And by then, all the games have happened. And man, oh man, do we ever sound stupid. Me in particular, uh, with the predictions, the teams that I think are good, the teams that I think are bad. This season is is also, as all of you, I'm sure, have noticed, very difficult to predict. Lots of crazy outcomes. So it's, it's, a, hard, it's a hard listen, uh, just hearing how dumb the things are that we say. Anyhow, with that said, enjoy this week's episode of the Blitzcast. today oh i'm uh, sorry man did you sit there and wait for an hour <laughs> no <laughs> or did no, you put I, in more prep work for your thursday night pick no i actually uh surprisingly made the pick because <laughs> i thought i might forget it i think the thursday picks are the most difficult to remember it totally is and guess who's showing unlocked right now still two two of them well, there's oh, one i see al? oh i thought i got oh, one bdj no just al bdj, oh, BDJ got it pick. in sorry yeah i'll <laughs> get it in he'll remember He's got six. Thursday is the hardest one because it kind of sneaks up on you, too. Yeah. Let's start with uh, introductions. How are you doing? It's been like 20 years since I've really talked to you. Yeah, I was trying to think because, yeah, I mean, that's one of the questions that you've asked uh, uh, a number of the people that I've listened to on the the pod, but uh, I've not listened to all of them. Fair Uh, enough. Some I just didn't think were worthy of listening to. But uh, which ones? Tell me. Start naming names. Yeah, we want (laughs) to hear more. I won't, and I had to remind myself uh, in preparation for today's event uh, to be careful on uh, on what I say and my choice <laughs> of words because some of like the rumor mill and Dan's efforts to memorialize everything, uh, it's inevitable that it will come back to bite me. You know, so have yeah. to be careful. We'll be careful. Don't worry. I got a I got an editing tool that I can cut out anything crazy, <laughs> like when Dan made his. Uh, oh well, we won't go there. Last, <laughs> two weeks ago, the Halloween disc that you made. Oh yeah, that was a good edit job. But yeah, so do you have Actually, five Andy, before, kids, Andy? By the way, yeah. Let's start yeah. with that. Oh, sorry, Dan, you were going to say something. Well, I was just going to say what. Which was your favorite uh, episode that you listened to? I'm curious. We don't really get a lot of feedback, so. Really. Um... You did listen to at least one, right? No, I've listened to a few. I'm I'm struggling to. My memory has not been. None the, of them are good, is what the, he's saying. The greatest? No, no, no. There are there are a couple that I that I enjoyed listening to. 
Um, like I listened to uh, a good portion of uh, Ed's, um, not all of it, but I did listen to some of it. And, and I think primarily because, uh, I mean, I think for the reason why you started this was to kind of, you know, give people a chance to figure out who, you know, you're in my yeah. case, losing to every, you know, so often. Um, although Ed's not one of them, I don't think. But um, yeah, so, you know, because didn't have a great, you know, close relationship with him and didn't really know him. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about him. Um, Did you learn anything that new about Al? Uh, I, I, I've not listened to Al's. Oh, <laughs> you owe yourself a favor. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's a must listen. I, I'm not not going to that one yet. Um, so you you've deprioritized the people that you know well. So I guess you you haven't listened to Dave then. No, I listen to Dave's <laughs> Dave Dave. I enjoy listening to because there's always like a golden nugget to yeah to to find. It's a nugget, uh, all right. Yeah, Mark's uh, was Mark first or no? Yeah, he was a first yeah he season. was yeah yeah yeah. I listened to Mark, uh, you know, mainly to see how you know it would play out, and uh, I always find Mark to be somewhat entertaining um, for a number of different reasons. Yep. Um, was thinking that, you know, that might have been a, a good show to listen to, but I think he was just so monotone throughout the entire thing. That it was a little painful, <laughs> but, but I think, I think that's Mark though, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I've listened to a few of them, you know, interesting. I listened to reacts. Um, thought that mm -hmm. there might might be some information in terms of like his picking strategy. Wanted to learn out learn more about it. Jamie's uh, not surprisingly his failure to and willingness to disclose much of anything you know regarding his strategy. Um, yeah, good on good on you, Jamie. That was real helpful. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, no, so I, yeah, React I, I was pretty evasive. Sure. React was kind yeah. of evasive too. Like he was pretty cagey about his how he makes his picks and stuff. I think he actually put some thought into it. Well, I think he's. My recollection was he's always been cagey about pretty much damn anything. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yes, that's true. So, um, yeah, I think you know some people cool. are more willing to share than others. Yeah, I believe it's pronounced Ryak, isn't it? Ryak. <laughs> Ryak. Ryak. That was um, news to me. Anyway, Smoke yeah. was asking about your kids. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Five kids. Yeah, I got five. Um, they're, um, you know, they're a handful, but, you know, what's the difference? Four and five, right? You totally. got four. It's probably only marginally more difficult with five. Yeah. Although you, they, only have, you only have three at home now, right? Uh, no, I have two at home. Two are at university right now. You have so two at university. Two. It's very strange. Like, it's very strange. Very quiet house. Yeah. yeah. Sounds well, like a lonely what, house. A little bit, yeah. It's it's not it's not my favorite thing, but we'll get used to it. It's weird having the kids out of the house for sure. And what's the age range of yours? And are they all girls? All girls. I've got uh, 14, 12, 10, 10, and 8. Um, okay. So you had another kid after the twins to get to... Holy the, the, cow, the, guy. The, 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 tw <laughs> the twins uh, were a complete surprise. They're identical. Right. Um, so obviously no planning um, there. And um, number five uh, was a bigger surprise than <laughs> the twins. I thought but you I were going to say that Georgie was planned. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia was the not planned. <laughs> Georgia was, Georgia will, was a... Uh, 
a, a very welcome addition, but she was not planned. I will that's not fantastic. go so far to say that she was an accident, but she was not planned. For sure. It's very, that, it's very rare. What's that too? I was going to say, it's, it's very rare that someone has sex, has only had sex four times, yet has five kids. <laughs> <laughs> Quite impressive. It's very efficient. Yeah. Very efficient work. Yeah. Also the classic line that Andy has the most like access to birth control than anybody else. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was thinking that. I didn't want to say it, but it's a fair point. Yeah. It, uh, that's it's, impressive, it's, man. It's that's great. Uh, tough. Yeah, I'm sure it's fantastic, but that's a very it, well, busy I, life, dude. It, it it's uh, it's absolutely exhausting. I mean, it always has been, and you know, you always think that oh well, as they become more self-sufficient and independent, it will get easier. But of course, I'm no different than you guys. I'm sure you see it doesn't get any easier. Um, it doesn't. It gets different. I would say. Um, they need sort of, you know, it becomes, I guess, less physically tiring. Like for instance, now my kids like sleep in, so I'm up at whatever time, seven 38 and my kids yeah. are, they don't show up till on weekends till 10, 11, which is nice. You get time to yourself, but yeah, you're right. It is, it, they, it's, I mean, it's a lifetime endeavor, right? Having kids. It, yeah. I, I don't think I, I circulated it, but I think one of my brothers had sent me, um, a clip about, um, and maybe some of you have seen it. It's a, a boy, I don't know, eight or 10 years old, who's, um, yeah, nice. I, my, this is Jules, one, one of the twins. Oh, nice. She's, hi, Jules. Hi, yeah. hey, Jules. <laughs> n- 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 nice Jewish girl bringing me her Christmas list. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go to bed. <laughs> Um, it's anyway, so it's a a commercial for, um, it's got like an eight or a 10 year old boy running around mad through the house, knocking everything over, you know, uh, picture frames off the wall, just complete wrecking, completely wrecking, you know, havoc throughout the house. And it it ends simply with like the, you know, um, the logo for Durex condoms. Um, (laughs) it was like. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a fantastic you yep. know, ad, but um, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a world of craziness, but you know, it certainly wouldn't change a, a thing. Totally, and girls are, um, yeah, girls are tons of emotions, and they're always a challenge. And especially as you get more of them into their teenage years, it becomes more and more uh, scary. Dan, how old are yours again? Fifteen and twelve. Right, same deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing all right, though. So far, knock on wood, it hasn't been too difficult yet. So we'll see how things go. So yeah. the other thing I meant to ask you, Andy, out of just sheer curiosity, you are you you were a pharmacist first and got your law degree after. Yeah. How did that yeah. happen? Is that well, just uh, what I'll ask you how it happened and then I'll shut up. No. So it was always uh, in the mentality in the house was always get a professional degree and then do whatever the hell you want. Um, and I grew up, you know, of course my dad was a pharmacist, uh, and, you know, owned pharmacies yep. and, um, you know, so it, it was logical to do. My older brother had already started pharmacy school in the States and I didn't know what to do. So at the time I didn't really care. And so I went into pharmacy too. Um, it wasn't really a hard sell. Uh, for me, you know, when you're told, well, you'll go to Boston, you know, you're 18 sure. years old, it sounds away good. from home. It's like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, all right, I'll do that. It <laughs> doesn't matter. 
Um, but I always knew that I would go on to something else. I just, I always thought it was likely really? to be medicine. Right. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of reevaluated that and ultimately, you know, spoke with some uh, physicians and uh, not one of them recommended that I <laughs> go into medicine, which was somewhat surprising. All jaded and bitter and overworked. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I, I, I remember, you know, it was, uh, well, if you're planning on returning home to Canada, then no. Yeah, I think the, working in the Canadian public health system is probably not quite the same as the United States. And yeah, so of, yeah. and and that's who I had spoken with, and you know I didn't foresee myself staying in the states long term. And you know ultimately, well, okay, I didn't want to practice pharmacy full time uh, as a career. So what else can I do? Well, I'll try law. There's no lawyer in the family, um, surprisingly. Uh, and um, if I don't like it, then I'll figure something else out. Right. So right. I went into law. There's also not a lot of Jewish lawyers out there either. So you. No, it was always that's a good point. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's but, a niche but, market. <laughs> but none in the none, none in the family, and you know, I think just um, you know, one of the things that was running through my head, you always wanted to bring something to the table that no one else had to offer. Sure. So I figured I would give it a shot, and um, I liked school, and. Uh, perhaps would have, you know, stayed a bit longer, you know, had Nicole not been pressing me to, you know, right. Start working. And, and, <laughs> well, well she, I mean, she, she wanted to get married, you know, far right. earlier than, than we, we did. And, um, you know, so had to, you know, make a decision and yep. uh, ultimately had to grow up and get a job and get a job. And Where did you go to law school? It. Uh, Suffolk university in Boston. Oh, okay. So you did all your school in Boston. I, yeah, everything. Yeah. So then how do you, Boston. how hard was it to do practice law now? Uh, I'm inactive. Uh, haven't been practicing much of anything this past year, but uh, I'm inactive, but I, um, I attend remote hearings and I report to uh, a company in the U.S., Right. Okay. Um, and um, like, that's, that's nice because it's, you know, sitting at home, you know, on zoom watching mm -hmm. hearings and reporting and providing analysis. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not a, not a bad gig, but the problem is it's all, it's all, um, it's all based on whether or not the litigation and the trials actually proceed. Right. And of course, when they settle and if they go away, that means I've just lost 10 days of work. Right. Right. So right, right. Not right. always good. So I was wondering how hard it would be to go to law school in the States and then come up to Canada and practice here. I presume you'd have to do some kind of certification or something to, to be able to do that. Right. It, it, it depends where where you went to school, how long you've been in practice and how well you did in school. Um, the minimum, oh. I was required to do the minimum requirements, um, which was just uh, five exams, um, but they could have made me go back to uh, school to complete coursework. So I had to take five exams and actually had to provide the Law Society um, with a, uh, a letter um, because I wanted to take the five exams in one sitting. And well, Whoa. people don't, pe people don't, people don't do that. They, Sounds terrible. Well, then they, they, they divvy it up. 
Um, so I had to provide them with the letter, um, essentially, you know, releasing them from, you know, any, uh, any concerns and issues if I flunked an exam, uh, uh, okay. you know, and, uh, but anyway, so they let me take all five and I passed and then I was allowed to enter the bar admission course and right. I did my <laughs> articling for 10 months. Uh, and then I started to practice. So. I mean, cool. I, I, I practiced for, I don't know, 12, 12 years in private practice mm-hmm. and um, like on the whole, it wasn't bad, but at the end of the day, you know, you're sitting at a desk and yep. you're all, you're always, you're always somebody's, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the way it works until you work your way up to partner or whatever, right? Yeah, but you know, it's always you've got demanding clients, especially in the line of work that I was in, and um, I don't, I, I, I didn't like that prospect. Um, Fair you know, maybe, maybe it'd be different if I, you know, ran my own practice and sure, was and a little more selective. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that wasn't the case with what I was doing. So you said you uh, liked school, and it reminded <laughs> me of something I meant to tell you. Uh, and that is my children. The story they know about you is from Madame Zuckerman's class in like oh. grade 11. <laughs> yeah. When, as I recall, you were putting little cutout penises on the overhead. Yeah. <laughs> and then she <laughs> asked you what you were doing. <laughs> and do you remember what you said? <laughs> Je fais des folies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Que <laughs> corpet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a good memory I have of Madame yeah. Zuckerman's class. Yeah, but she's no longer with us, right? I what? think that's true. Yeah, I remember oh, hearing that a while away. back. No, I yeah. thought that was Soberman. No. That oh, was okay. Maybe. Oh, was it? Soberman. Soberman uh, yeah, you're right. She, yeah, Soberman. She passed away before we graduated. Soberman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did. I think she did she yeah. commit suicide, I think. That was Oh, jeez. Really? I remember because in one of your yearbook entries for me, Jamie, I think it was yeah. the grade 12 yearbook. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I remember uh, English with Soberman and Mike Raphael. Anyway, she's dead. Uh, <laughs> that's what you wrote in the yearbook. Entry. But remember, she used to always come in and complain about everything. Like the first yeah, five minutes yeah. was her crying. Were we all yeah. in the same class? I, uh, me, me, you, and, and Mike. I don't, I don't think I was. Andrew wasn't in our class? No. No. no okay oh okay i remember the other thing that i remember for superman was when errol was putting his hand like an inch away from her butt remember and then sheena <laughs> you know smacked his arm and he like grabbed her ass and then she jumped she turned around and said Qui a touché mes fesses? <laughs> that was well, we, we were all in the superman class weren't we we were yeah, all in class right it was bedlam in that class that was, that wild, was bad. wild scene holy <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you guys remember all of the teachers' names. I mean, I, I don't, don't remember know. a lot of them, to be fair. Yeah, you don't remember uh, Gestion d'affaires, Andy? Because that was one where me, Monf, Jeff, and you, we were all in that class. <laughs> was that Which, Soto? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he hated you. Oh, he was. <laughs> he really else. didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was mutual. <laughs> I had him for a bunch of classes. I had him for math, math too. Yeah. 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 We were together in math, Monf. Remember? We sat yeah. behind each other. We tried- that's right was that yeah. grade 10 or 11 or something like that it was remember. 10 or yeah it was first year i think 11. i have such vague memories of that school like i really do like i really yeah i don't know i remember little bits and pieces but it's just i don't know my uh, it's a few strange. little stories but other than that i don't remember a ton of stuff i was i was walking my i don't know if i shared this with any of you but um i, I was walking my dog a few weeks ago 
um, maybe a little bit longer. And my dog is taking a dump on this guy's front lawn uh, early in the morning, like 7.15, 7.30. And a guy comes out of the house just as my dog is taking a huge shit there. And I'm thinking like, okay, the guy's going to, you know, yell at me, right? Like, like his neighbor actually did. Um, but a guy comes out and I take a look at him and, and it was Robbie Klein. And uh, I said, Robbie, Rob Klein. And I said, yeah, Robbie. And he looks at me, he goes, Andrew. And like, this is a guy I've not seen since high school. And uh, he's been living on my street for like over a year. And it was really like, yeah. And Christine. Yeah. Yeah. And hadn't seen him for like. That's good recall. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't recognize him. I don't think maybe I I would. Hasn't, hasn't changed at all. But um, like, that would help. I mean, I walk by the guy's house like, you know, three yeah. times a day and uh, lo and behold, you know, he comes out. That's and, funny. And there he is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's weird, Mof, that you, you have very little recall. For, for me, York knows everything was just so vivid. Really? I remember, yeah, I remember everything. Huh. I, I don't know what it is. So. But you enjoyed high school. Um, I had fun. Yeah, I had I mean, I didn't enjoy the school and the classes, but, you know, the group of guys that we hung out with, yeah, a blast. I remember every bit of it. So it was good. I, mean, I, I desperately wanted to get out of there. I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I didn't like most of the tracks. teachers. I, I went to summer school. I went that's, to night school. I did that's kind of my recollection. Of so it's funny that you, you enjoyed post-secondary so much, I guess, because you could focus on things you were actually really interested in and that were rewarding for you and versus high school, which was largely stupid stuff. Well, you know, like a lot of high school, you know, to me, like the antics of even some of like some of our buddies was like incredibly childish and, you know, (laughs) immature. No, no, no. I mean, not not like, you know, the the joking and everything. But, you know, I mean, there are certain individuals that, you know, would do the Nazi salute. Um, Like, I mean, like to see some self-loathing Jews at a, you know, um, fairly you know, prominent uh, Jewish high school, you know, acting like that just kind of bothered me. Um, And then, you know, like, you know, we obviously, you know, shared, you know, a close friend for many years and, you know, he obviously distanced himself from the group. There was just a lot of bullshit. You know, Matt. Yeah. Like, so, and, and like, you know, yeah, I mean, there's probably some, you know, shared blame to go around, but at the end of the day, I think back then it was just, you know what, I've had enough of this shit and uh, just wanted to move on. Um, That's and, totally fair. You know, so wanted to get out of that environment and, you know, kind of have a, a, a new start. Yeah. Is it really so, because Hava was our uh, assistant teacher? Yeah. Or, or <laughs> well, the- that, that, well, that was just incredibly damaging to my psyche, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, um, from there, football stuff. Do you watch a lot of football, Andy? Uh, this year, I've not watched uh, a great deal of football. Maybe I've caught some games. Um, I, I have a por- lot of sympathy portions. with five kids, uh, fourteen and under. I don't know how you'd be able to carve out time on a Sunday. Probably you got lots of other stuff you got to do. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always something else to do, but I think, you know, it'd probably be um, more likely, it'd be more likely to be able to catch a game if there was like, you know, shared interest. 
Um, yeah. You know, and sometimes if like, if I'm watching a baseball game or, or hockey, you know, maybe one of the girls will come and will, you know, sit and watch with me, but otherwise it's, you know, I'm relegated to, you know, my bedroom and yeah, you know, hiding excluded. by yourself. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah you know, which isn't, it, it's not nearly as much fun, you know, no. but occasionally, you know, they'll, uh, you know, somebody will come in and, you know, will, you know, ask what's happening and, you know, well, that's a little good. bit, little, little, a little bit more enjoyable. I think I've said this before. My kids have no interest in sports at all whatsoever. Like no sports. Although they do, I guess I should say they do. They ask me to tell them when the Stanley cup is going to be awarded. Like that's, I don't know if there's anything more <laughs> fair weather than that, but what they're like, when there's a minute left in the game that the Stanley cup's going to actually come out on the ice, let us know. We'll come watch that. So we're not going to see the celebration. About- yeah. They just want to see the trophy and the celebration yeah, yeah. and the, you know, all that kind of cool stuff. But do they even care about the final 60 set, final minute of play? They don't no, care no, no, that. no, no. They just want to see the cup. They just want to see when, skate around with when, it. Uh, yeah. when yeah. Frazier brings out the cup. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, do you have a favorite team? Like do you have a football team that you are behind? No, I think like other than um, like other than Toronto sports teams, it's not necessarily a team. It's more of a player thing. Okay. Where you know, I there are certain players that I, I like, um, and you know, we'll kind of follow their path, you know, as they move, you know, throughout the league. That's um, interesting. Like in the NFL. Yeah, like I mean, like yeah, I spent a lot of time in in Boston, you know. But right. Do I like Do I like the Patriots? No. Do I like the Bruins? No. Are there certain players that I liked on those teams? Yeah. Um, I get you that. Know, I, you know, I, I, I like Tom Brady. I think I've always liked him. Um, you know, I, and I know Dan, your, your views Uh-oh. have changed on him. They have over time, but yeah, like, I mean, the, yeah, I mean that, that level of accomplishment and I don't think, you know, it matters, you know, whether it's in football or something else, but there's something to be admired about somebody that can perform at that level um, for as Some, long as he's done. Totally. I heard someone talking about him the other day and for some reason, I mean, I knew this, but they mentioned uh, him and basically said, you need to keep your 44 year old quarterback upright. And it occurred to me, he's 44, (laughs) like he's almost our age and he's playing in the NFL. It's absolutely insane. Like I know everyone knows this, but when you actually stop and think like, holy shit, he's 44 years old. He's still in the NFL. I hurt standing up. Like, (laughs) Can you imagine if Dama Kong (laughs) Su jumped on you? Like you'd be dead. (laughs) I don't know. It's crazy. It's impressive. I'm not a fan, but you have to, you have to acknowledge the impressiveness of that. And and I don't know if there's somebody that's separately handing, handling his social media accounts or, or or whatnot, but I mean, there's a certain, you know, uh, I think intellect behind him. I mean, clearly he's smart, right. In terms of how he sees plays unfolding and how he can like lead the team. But, you know, some of his comments and, you know, I mean, the guy clearly has a sense of humor and, yes. uh, you know, I like to see his relationship with, you know, Gronkowski. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like that kind of stuff. So is it safe to say that maybe you're a Bucks fan for now? No, I still don't like your, your care for any, any team oh. specifically. No, there okay. goes your over under game. Man. I'm off on That's the, fine. Number we don't ones. have to do it. You have yeah, to be flexible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I like your team name, by the way. I like the name Viagroids. Yeah, I think uh, Dan came up with that. No, I did. Yes, I would imagine he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it when he gave it to me. 
Yeah, it's a good one. It's solid. It's very, it's very descriptive. Yeah. Well, I remember a number of years ago, like I, I loved what Dan had done with the site and like, I think he did a, a spectacular job. It's obviously done well, you know, very creative and obviously a lot of work went into it. But I remember speaking to Dan uh, a number of years ago, you know, suggesting that he find a way to scale this um, and to, you know, make it larger than it is. And, you know, if I remember correctly, Dan's response is, no, what makes this fun is the fact that, you know, he's doing it for us, um, which, which yeah. I get, which I get. But I'm always, you know, thinking about, you know, well, why don't you try to find a way to monetize it? Yeah, yeah. Charge oh. us all for this. It's, it's, <laughs> funny, that, it's funny that you well, mentioned no, that, Well, no, charge other people. Charge others for it. Yeah, charge others for it. So I, I was, um, I, I, we had some in-laws over, uh, some Alina's cousins from Rhode Island. And they're hardcore sports fans. Like um, one of them was a nine, a big Niners fan, and was a big Oakland fan. And I was showing them the SRFL, and they were, they were this is so cool. And so they started saying, "There's got to be for you to monetize this somehow, yeah. right? Maybe not with your friends, with other people." So I actually ended up speaking to a lawyer about this, an IP lawyer, IP <laughs> lawyer, Andy. Guy, what do you think I was doing, dipshit? <laughs> no, but this was before. What year was this? This was maybe 2000. And when did you get your degree? When did you start practicing? Well, no, in Ontario, 2000, yeah. 2006, been licensed since 2003. I don't know. Maybe you were out of the country. Uh-oh. Yeah, you went yeah, back that's in Toronto. Yeah. Careful, care, careful where this goes. I'm going to sue your ass. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so the guy told me, um, the guy, but it's also a guy I went to university with. So it wasn't just some stranger, yeah. right? So I talked to him yeah. and he said that the concept of spreads, making picks against it, none of it was going to be um possible like i could spend tons of money trying to patent it yeah uh, but it would be very he said it'd be very hard to be able to protect it as a yeah i agree yeah so yeah. no i mean there, there there's other forms of ip um i mean you know patentability is a different consideration but you yeah. d- what would set you apart though is the effort and the look and feel and all the stuff that you've added to the site. Yeah, that's and, what you'd be, that's the and, value you're offering, and, right? Yeah, the, the, the branding. Um, yeah. I mean, exactly. Look, yeah, I mean, what yeah. I've been working on for the last year, and you know, we're going to be launching soon. Um, like, you know, the, the, uh, the protection that I have isn't, you know, going to be governed by, you know, a patent. It's going to be, you know, branding and, and trademarking and, and marketing and promotion. Um, and I just, I mean, I, I've always liked what you've done with the site and, yeah. you know, I appreciate be, that. It, yeah. it, it is very difficult to scale. Um, you know, the code is, hasn't been changed in 25 years. It's all spaghetti code. So yeah, there'd be significant amount of investment and time to scale it out, but yeah. Well, so and yeah. money and money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't yeah. have. So it stays yeah. 16 teams. We'll keep it nice and nice and tidy and cozy. Yeah, Jamie, are you watching the football game right now? I'm. It's on over here. Yes. <laughs> what's the score? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Three nothing. Oh, I, I ended up game. blitzing on Baltimore. Oh my oh, gosh, you did. No, I needed to get a blitz in so that I could get off the Schneid here. I've had a losing streak of missed blitzes, and I just wanted. I think, although I don't know, Baltimore by it's seven and a half. We'll see. Miami always plays tough. Seems I like. thought about blitzing on them uh, too, but it would have been two weeks in a row when they burned me last week. So they so haven't been like covering them. very much. I don't. I haven't looked at their particular record against mm-hmm. the spread, but it feels like they win close games all the time. So seven and a half is a lot. They've only won by more than six twice all year. Well, we'll see. We'll see here. 
It's early yet. So I wanted to look at Denver. Sorry. Denver's awesome now, though. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't play. He was injured. Uh, so, Andy, would tell me about your pick process in this pool. Um, well, it isn't so much as a, a process as it is, I think, uh, you know, limited analysis. And I think similar to what I think React was saying, like, I'd like to look at the numbers, but I'm not, especially this year, and I think it's probably reflected on, you know, my, my power rankings and the, the win-loss. And I saw, like, I guess I've got a good pick percentage, but I think that's only because everyone else is absolute shit this year. <laughs> five, yep. five fifteen is nothing to write home about. But uh, no, I mean, I general, over five hundred is good. I mean, flipping a quarter to me isn't particularly <laughs> good. But I mean, I've always looked at the numbers. Come, you know, come playoffs, it's a different story where I invest more time in looking at the numbers. But I'm not, you know. You know, I look at, you know, the win loss of the teams. Um, I look at who's who's playing, where they're playing. Um, I try to keep up to date on like injury reports to yep. see, you know, who might be out. But, yep. you know, I'm probably not looking at it to the same level of detail as some other people. But I mean, sure. if, if, if Jamie's boy toy is, you know, out because of COVID, I mean, that's obviously important and newsworthy. So I'll take note of that. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, but generally, yeah, generally there's not much that, uh, that I put into it. Do you, and you, uh, you are blitz bowl champion blitz bowl 11 in 2006. Do you, what do you recall from that in terms of the experience? <laughs> Other than breaking, uh, what was it? The blitz bowl? No, no you broke the, the president it, cup. the president cup that I broke. Um, I don't, I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a great recollection of, of much of anything. Um, okay. Well, yeah. luckily, Dan, the historian, is on the line. He can maybe fill us in on that. Yeah, I guess that's, that's my cue, right? All right, give me a second. Okay. Here. Week 17. What was that, 2006, Andy? I do remember that. He came yeah. in 2004, his third year in the league. Maybe. Was it 2004? Yeah. No, 2006. No, he came in the league. Oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember being incredibly excited, and I did kind of view it as kind of, uh, you know, like an in your face to all of these. Totally, you know, you know football <laughs> fanatics. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Uh, so it took some pride in that, but you know, deep down, I knew it's you know largely a game of luck, at least on uh, you know on my part. So it yeah. uh, it was it was nice. Well, in two thousand and six, you played Willie Kicks <clears throat> in the final and, and beat him was, on the pow. I think. Yeah, you beat him on the pow. That was the um, the the Indy Chicago. That was Peyton's first Super Bowl. So yeah. Oh, that one where the opening yeah. kickoff was a was touchdown. Devin, Devin Hester punt, kick return for a touchdown. Yeah. Yes, that was an interesting that, game. That was a sexy Rexy Grossman. Yeah. Do you remember we were talking game. about Chicago Bears skill players and we couldn't think of any? And afterwards, I thought of Devin Hester. He's got to be like an all timer. Yeah. Although he wasn't a great like wide receiver or anything, but no. his return game was off the charts. It was. It was. I'm just gonna see if we can get more details on that. But yeah, that was your that was your blitz bull win, Andy. So yeah. that yeah, is I, good winning it early in your in your like tenure as a GM. That's a nice FU to the rest of the league. I agree. Yeah. Well done. And I think I've had some like some good success, you know, since I've joined the league. But like this year is incredibly disappointing. But you know, I've I mean, obviously the aim is to, you know, walk away with the trophy at the end of the day. But you know, I once the playoffs start, I mean, obviously that becomes a little bit, 
you know, more challenging, yeah. particularly, you know, on these tiebreakers. But, you know, in terms of like the regular season, you know, like I don't like seeing myself at the bottom in the power rankings. I mean, the no. power rankings. No, that's the worst. Is like, I think, the true measure of a team's success. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree. Andy, you've won uh, one of the most esteemed awards five times, the uh, Shotgun Division Champion. Like yeah, one I, of the, it's one of the highest things you can achieve. <laughs> is, is it? <laughs> it's one of the greatest accomplishments. Yeah. yeah, I'll put it on my resume. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I should. Yeah, maybe that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunch of awards from that era too. Uh, most feared GM of the year, NSRFL MVP. And then you have most overrated, and then it kind yeah. of fades away after that. <laughs> I Nothing for eleven years. Ooh. Yeah. I, I took that very personally, and it just just really affected my performance. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, um, Jamie, two thousand eight. Oh. Yeah. What did you say, Dan? Sorry. I uh, just I wonder what what you did in two thousand eight to make you win the MVP. I should check out the, the stats in that year. He won the Eastern Conference. Yeah, there you go. But he must have had some strong. He probably had some good rumor mill takes. I'm guessing too. You think that's what it is? <laughs> so did you lose? Did you lose in a blitz bowl too in 2008? Then I guess so, right? If you win the Eastern Conference, it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did lose one year. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're quite the powerhouse for a couple few years there, Andy. Yeah, it's fantastic. You had um, you won you won the trophy before you had uh, Talia though, so. No, she came. Tal came in two thousand seven. Yeah, you you won in two thousand six. Oh, it was two thousand six that I won. Yeah, so you won it before. before Well, see, see what kids will do to you. That's what happened. There you go. That's the explanation. So, what did you? Where did you? What did you do with the trophy? Where did you put it? Do you remember? Well, maybe maybe Tally is the result of the celebration of the right, having geez. won the. <laughs> When's your birthday? A little more closely. When's your birthday? April two thousand. Uh, doesn't check, but okay. Seven. No. No, you would have won at <laughs> the end of January. So, uh, Jamie, is Aaron Rodgers playing on Sunday? He said uh, he hopes to. He's supposed yeah. to be. Unless he's, his health isn't, uh, he, he said something about like being able to exercise. I'm sure he's playing. I'm sure he's yeah. playing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell I mean, Wilson just, says he, he is. As much as I would love to see Jordan Love play for them on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> so actually, Andy, as, as, a, as a pharmacist and a lawyer, oh, you know, what's, what's your take on um, Rodgers and whether or not the what the NFL has in place, is it truly necessary or is it more kind of, uh, cover your ass, CYA, try to look, have a good image for the public. Well, I think everyone uh, is trying to have a, um, a reasonable, I, I think everybody wants to be perceived as having taken reasonable precautions so that they are covering their ass and they look good. Um, I recently recommended to somebody who's got a conspiracy theorist um, an anti-vaxxer in their office that they should be speaking with an employment lawyer um, because I do see an increased potential for liability uh, in the office, particularly when the employers are aware of this individual and the fact that he's espousing those views um, and, you know, accommodate him, but, you know, put things in place to minimize the, the potential harm that he might cause. Interesting. Um, to in terms of him sharing those views with colleagues and and others um well he first of all he's not vaccinated 
Um, right. And so there's that uh, risk. There's there's that risk, but he's also um, well, he's he's taking ivermectin. He's that that other medication. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's also um, putting forth some pretty. Um, he's putting forward a lot of misinformation. And I think if an employer is aware that that's happening, um, right. I, think, I think that ultimately could lead to some some issues down the road. If is if this an American employer? Addressed. No, this is here. This oh, is Canada. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's. I mean, the, I think it's probably more polarized, you know, in in the U.S. Um, and um, but I would be extremely, you know, careful um, with with all of this. Now, if this individual, let's say they were a high performer and they were a high gross revenue type player or person on the team, uh, on the, in the company that drives revenues, do you think that should change no. the way the employer views it or handles the situation? No, I think, no, no, I don't. From a legal perspective, I no, I don't. Um, I, I mean, I think sometimes, you know, there's perhaps uh, an increased uh, onus that ought to be placed on some people. But from a, a legal perspective, uh, I don't think it necessarily matters. Right. I mean, you, you're not talking about somebody, um, perhaps you know, who has a higher level of expertise, um, like a physician who is, you know, advocating for, um, you know, measures um, or or no measures being taken to to protect the public. Um, but um, you know, I think for, you know, generally speaking, I think everybody ought to be treated, you know, uh, equally. And are, you, this, are you taking this back to Aaron Rodgers, Dan? Well, maybe. <laughs> the, the one thing I found was interesting. So two fines levied, right? 350 or 300 or so to the Packers. Yeah. And then like 14,000 to him or something. Yeah, 14 yeah, but that was, that was for But that was for going to the Halloween party, right? That was not allowed because he's unvaccinated. Von Miller's uh, Halloween party? <laughs> yeah sorry go on. so what i don't understand though is i feel like the nfl knew this was happening though right and they well, all- according to aaron Rodgers, they did yeah, yeah. he told them but he told do, them. do you think it's reasonable that the nfl would know that rogers well they knew he was unvaccinated obviously right yeah but that he was also breaking protocol and so if they knew that it's not like they can find themselves why is does, does I don't think you should be no- looking to the NFL to be internally consistent and, you know, walk the talk. I think they're going to do what protects their interests, right? Well, yeah. So, so they like, want to make Rodgers look bad. They're going to find him. Yeah. I think Rodgers has done a good job of making himself look bad, but I think that's primarily yeah, that's beca- because of the fact that he, you know, he, 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 he really, he lied. I mean, you know, call it whatever you want, but I mean, the guy deliberately, you know, I, I think misspoke um you know to, to when you listen to nicely i heard on a podcast they played back the like the clip of that particular question when they asked have you been vaccinated and it's interesting to hear the gymnastics he pulls off in the answer like yeah he says yes i've been immunized but then he goes on to say you know getting vaccinated is a personal decision there's some guys on the team who aren't vaccinated and i don't judge them for that and you think yeah. knowing now what we know it's like yeah. he's talking about himself it and he's true. trying to make it he's actively trying to make it sound like he is vaccinated and he's being sympathetic to the guys on the team that aren't it's just fascinating to listen to it now in hindsight knowing yeah. what we know but well and what he took advice from joe rogan apparently <laughs> like yeah, that's where he got his friend. medical advice <laughs> i think what what's interesting though he's because he's obviously very smart, right? When um, 
when Pat McAfee says, well, you're never going to win an MVP. And he goes, yep, you're probably right. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. And then do you think because Hall of Fame votes are based on sports writers, you know, is this going to hurt his chances to get in? No, I or don't think so. Forget it. I First don't think ballot. it will. Yeah. yeah, I can't see it changes anything with the Hall yeah. of Fame. Isn't, no. isn't Ray Lewis in the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he killed someone. Doesn't make it. I, I, personally, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how he's going to play when he gets back because he's going to be playing angry. He's going to be playing. Oh, yeah. He's going to be playing him lights out. So. Yeah, but don't forget, he's also playing against the buzzsaw Seattle Seahawks defense. Yeah, so he'll probably buzz- get killed. <laughs> hey, yes. <laughs> you think he, you're suggesting that he's actually going to play better with all this increased pressure? I think so. I yeah. think he's going to be playing very angry and determined. And With a chip gonna, on his shoulder. Yeah. For sure. And a guy like that's going to be lights out. He's not going to. I mean, if, as long as he's physically capable of playing. Yeah. He's yeah. Be, as long as he's, he's not sick. Yeah. yeah. Or rusty or rusty for not playing. But how rusty is he going to be? Like he. One week off. You know yeah. what I mean? One week off. He's probably. He'll be, well, as long as he's not sick, he'll be feeling better. It's more It's more than a week. It's Tuesday to, to Sunday. Right. Yeah. But it's he not like played. there's new players out there. Yeah, do you think they installed a new playbook this week? <laughs> no, but he hasn't played. He hasn't exercised. You're right. He'll suck, and the Seahawks are. He's going to be frail behind there. It'd, it'd be a lot easier if they had OBJ off. in the uh, on the receiving core. Mm. Jamie, I mean, his health status, you'd still blow him, right? Yeah, I don't care. I'll swallow. Yeah. Swallow that COVID. Obviously, the ivermectin. <laughs> but it's 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 immunized. <laughs> yeah, it's safe. I still don't understand the, and this is not against Aaron Rodgers. I just, I still don't understand why he doesn't need to be tested for 90 days. Is this because. Yeah, I don't get that either. He can't catch it again. Like, what does that even mean? No, what. He does not, because as an unvaccinated no. player, he gets tested every day. Now that he's tested positive and he's going to go through his 10 day quarantine, he no longer needs to be tested for, for like 90, yeah, days. For 90 days. It's crazy. He's I don't get that. In the season. I don't understand that. Why is that? What's the I, science behind that? I, I don't know how long um, how long it was before um, the second uh, occurrence happened, but there are individuals who have tested positive multiple times. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know whether or not that was post ninety days um, or, or what. Happened. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe they think the whatever immunity you get yeah. from having it lasts for three months and then you're vulnerable again. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Anyway, no, I hope I'm he doesn't play. Talk. I hope he's sick oh. and he doesn't play because I think Jordan Love looked great last. You week. hope he's sick. I want to be that. Either way, Jordan Love against the Seahawks will tear that up. Easy yeah, guy. <laughs> so Jamie, what do you think of that pick now? I mean, I mean, it's only one game, right? But it is can what pick Jordan Love. Oh, I hate. I, I don't. I don't know. You watch the guys that the rookies this year, like uh, Fields and uh, what's it, Hebert, uh, Hebert, last, like, <laughs> Hebert. They look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and you see Jordan Love, and he's like, not so great. Not it didn't wow anybody. Well, he's been in the league for a year and a half. It's not like he's fresh or he's new. He is taking a snap though. The other thing is like, people were the system. Well, that's the th- and he knew he was going to start too. It's not like Aaron Rodgers yeah. broke his leg and he had to go in in the third quarter. He had a week to prepare and everything, and he just didn't look very good. But, but to, to, whatever, to it's honest, his first game. To be honest, too, the coach didn't exactly call. Like they were, they were running right through them in the first quarter, nonstop. Then they stopped running the ball. Yeah, it was so weird. They weren't really uh, doing him any favors. So, 
Um, Casey I know sucks. Just thought I'd put Casey, that out. They do That's suck. The, the only thing we terrible. learned from that game is that Casey sucks. Like they looked horrible. The Packers should have beaten them if it wasn't for their special teams. Yeah, that was. Did you guys notice that uh, React did not pick? Uh, he didn't blitz on Casey. When he, he after, really, that's his. That's his full. That's his, I thought that was right on a tee for him. He took the Bills. I think a few of us blitzed on the Bills. That was. I have thoughts on that too. I I didn't understand why anyone didn't take KC last week. Well, seven, yeah. Seven did anybody? Points. Did anyone actually take the Packers? Let me go back and take a look here. There's no way anyone took. But, the Packers. But I, I did anyone take the Packers? Be, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, just. I thought it was going to be 99% every other than people. Uh, yeah, were, I was surprised. I thought everyone would blitz on KC. That was a gimme. Total. I get excited if the spread is like three points off and like obvious. Like the, I was surprised, the, Jamie, that you uh, the, the yeah, first, <laughs> first time ever. Packers. First time ever. Yeah, that was how did it feel punching that one in? It felt I felt bad because my alternate blitz was San uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and they came. Would have gotten that one too. So yeah, would have gotten. That's why I felt kind of bad, but who knew. I wanted to get Martin back for picking uh, against Dallas that one time. So now we're did he get, did he and give you, you did. feedback well done. on it? Did he give you feedback on your pick or no, 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 no. he was no, no. So wait, was that pack? Was that uh, was was your blitz pick just then to counter what you had expected him to do? No, no, no. I just I took it because there was the seven point um, gift, seven point gift, and uh, yeah, it's too too much, too good to pass up. I had a couple other. Now. Topics to throw out. Dan, I wanted to hear your thoughts on the 49ers. Oh, um, I'm kind of getting tired of Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, That's it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Colt McCoy. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know who that was. I flipped on the game and I was like, who is that quarterback? I didn't even know Colt McCoy was still in the league, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a squandered season. I really thought when they came out in week one, everyone was healthy. Everything just looked so good. Um, Jimmy go down was okay. Trey's not played that great, but that game against Arizona. That's brutal. It's very, it's very frustrating, especially the way they played against Chicago. Like they didn't play that hard against Chicago in the first half, and then they came back and they won. But mm-hmm. there's been a couple of games where they just kind of blew it. The Packer game, they could have won that game as well. They blew that one. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. So my my predictions of them. What are being, they? Ne- are they four and four? Three and five? Yeah, three and five. Yeah. No, no, sorry, they're four and five. No. Uh, you call yourself. They're, they're three and five. They're three and five. They're three and five. I'm going to be honest with you guys, man. When the Niners start playing crap, I start to care a little bit less. Yeah, you kind of get to this age where, you know, when we were in our late teens and early 20s, we kind of live and died by the term fair weather. And as you get older, yeah, like when 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 you said that you don't even watch hockey anymore because uh, it's just not a lot. Yeah, I kind of get that now. You know, if a team's going to be playing like crap, if the coach you find is a little bit too hockey and and really. it's like, you know, your time and or money spent on something that's ultimately yeah, frustrating exactly. experience. Like, very, why very would you do that? Yeah. It's so frustrating to watch. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and they, they, it's interesting, the 49ers, like I said before, if they had a good quarterback, I think they'd be really dangerous because I think their roster is really good, but I don't know. Jimmy G just doesn't do it for me. No, he, he's never done it for me. And I, I think at this point in the season, 
Because the, the, they're obviously not going to win the West. It's impossible, right? They, they're they not in line for – I looked at this today. If the season ended now, the Falcons would be in the playoffs. Which yeah, is, yeah. Which blows my mind. The NFC playoff situation is kind of crazy. It's kind of dire. I would rather – I mean, the trade deadline's already passed, right? They're kind of stuck with Jimmy G for the rest of the season. But I'd, I'd give Trey a few more – like a few more runs at it. I heard uh, – you know Bill Simmons? Yes. On his pod, he was talking about how – he believes there was some talk in the offseason about the uh, Patriots trading for Jimmy G. I heard about that too. Yeah. And it, it's a, interesting because well, that was, was that? recently. That was recently. Yeah. This offseason. Cause oh, he was, like, I thought I had read about that previously. Like, a while I think ago. it's been for a while. Oh. They've been interested because he was in their system. And then once yeah. they lost Tom Brady, but that's interesting to consider if the Niners had traded him and instead drafted, you know, Trey Lance or somebody else, I don't know, Mac Jones. They did draft Trey Lance. I mean, Mac Jones. They did, they did draft Trey Lance, yeah. But Mac That'd Jones, interesting. Is, he's doing all right. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what would happen. <laughs> like right now, I don't know. Maybe is, is Cam Newton a better thing? He's going back to Carolina. I don't See, think he's so. Had $10 million, for, for $10 million, $10 million? Year, he got paid $1 million he last year. He got $10 million? Year. Yeah, I didn't last know Last year, he got $1 million for playing. That's insane. And then this year, he gets $10 million. Uh, I, saw a funny, I saw a funny highlight from that. Um Panthers game Robbie Anderson was yelling at well, he wasn't yelling at Sam Darnold they were saying he got mad at him but he was super passive aggressive like he didn't really look at him he was just obviously mad and he walked past him a couple of times <laughs> yelling stuff which I thought was so stupid but then I looked him up Robbie Anderson leads the NFL and drops and I, was, I just thought that was interesting like maybe shut up and catch the ball but anyhow uh, okay, I have one other question I wanted to throw a couple others but first AFC West I was thinking about this and wanting to make a bet because the AFC West standings are so crazy. Um, Why would you not bet on Denver to win the AFC West? Why would you not? It pays a lot. It's got good odds. Plus 1,100. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's down to plus 900 now. Just looking at it. So if you bet 10 bucks, you'd win 95. And they're one game away. I mean, I, the Chargers are the favorites, but it's kind of crazy. They all have five wins in that division. Yeah, or they're all four or five, aren't they? They're all five and three, or five and four. Oh yeah, it's right. Kinda, five, yeah. You're right. Yeah, and the Raiders are five and three, which is kind of surprising. Like I have no idea who would win that division. I think I think the Chargers are going to win it. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I would have said KC at the end season, but the Chargers I, have some bad losses this year, though. Like for a team that I thought was really good. Yeah, they, it doesn't were, seem they, like Denver is a last place team, right? It's pretty. It's uh, no it's pretty even at the top there. Like the Chargers got smoked by the Ravens. Like they weren't even in that. But they're losing to good teams. Their, their losses are to good teams. I guess if you think the Patriots are good, Patriots right? So and they lost to Dallas. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Baltimore. They lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Then they lose to Cleveland too. Then they get smoked. They by beat Cleveland. Cleveland. That was that forty-seven oh. forty-two game. I'm just looking oh, yeah, at their okay. schedule right now. I don't remember way, any well, of this. You're going to start Judy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. E- Eli Are you starting is now, Eli? Well, he's now questionable, so we'll have to see what's going on there. So. Doug Judy? <laughs> Who could have known? Doug, Doug Judy. No, it's okay. okay. I, 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 I was never going to start Judy anyway, so I was like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the same with Eli Mitchell. I was never starting him anyways, and you looked like you needed a running back, so match made in heaven. Um, my other thought was on the Buffalo Bills. They are That's trash. A terrible loss. Terrible loss. The Seahawks Jesus. are ten times better than the Bills. <laughs> oh my God! Where's Jeff? 
the Seahawks two weeks from now, Jeff will get on here. The Seahawks just clowned the Jaguars, easily beat them with Geno Smith at quarterback, and then the Bills lose nine six to the same Jaguars. So you subscribe to the uh, the transitive property? Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) What other choice do we have in this world? (laughs) A is greater than B. B is greater than C. Therefore, six three. That is a crazy score. I think it was nine six, but nine six. Yeah, it's just that's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm off the Bills bandwagon for sure. Already, huh? I mean, three losses, though. That seems kind of high. But anyway, the favored by win double that digits. Again What's that? this week? They're favored by double digits again this week against the Jets. The Bills. Big divisional game. I don't get that either. It's kind of like the Chiefs. Why do they deserve a double-digit spread? Although, of course, I'm leaning towards game? Buffalo in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. The Pats are 4-0 in the um, – no, sorry, 2-1 the division. 2-0, 2-0, yeah. That'll be a close one. Okay, Andy, who's your Super Bowl prediction? I'm just going to spring it on you. No, I, I still, uh, and I think I've heard this uh, on a couple of the podcasts now, um, the Bucks, but um, I would think that they're probably the favorites. Uh, I am, I mean, look, I certainly don't have the same level of knowledge as you guys when it comes to football and you know the finer details about all of the players i don't think that but, that matters um, for this game it it's definitely funny. does not matter at all <laughs> and no. i think tampa bay is a pretty complete team they're probably the one team i think most would agree looks pretty solid i mean there's no perfect I, team in the nfl right now. i think that's it but when you're looking at like you know you know a high degree of you know certainty i think they're probably the closest to it um, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of, uh, familiarity with each other, I think they've got like Gronkowski, isn't he injured right now? I think so. I haven't looked yeah. lately, but I think like he's been back. out for a bit, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know came back before the buy, but maybe not. They've so like, many weapons though. Yeah. Like a, a lot of, a lot of weapons, but Brady at the helm and, you know, I think for players yeah. like Gronkowski who are, you know, absolutely vicious uh and 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 big at what they do to be on the ir that's somewhat of a blessing and gives their body a chance that's to a fair point recover he gets a few weeks to recover yeah that I, piece of trash richard sermon in the secondary right Molf? <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, i really so, okay. thought when he well, i really thought when he came to the niners i was like oh, is this it's just so irritating i think you know, I criticize Pete Carroll a lot, I, but I do think he has a good sense of when to let guys go. Like they, they do, they have, I think they do a pretty good job of, of determining when a player is not worth the money anymore. And they've crested that peak. And I think they do that pretty consistently. Well, like KJ Wright was an example. He had such a great season last year. I think fans wanted him to come back and by all accounts, they were never really interested in bringing him back, and now I don't. I don't think he's doing much of anything this season. Is Pete's GM as well? He's like the GM. He's the president and the coach. And the coach. So the GM oh, reports to him. Nice. <laughs> he's okay. on both slots on the org chart. So he's a sandwich around yeah. the GM. Nice. So I think he has a. I think you know John Schneider is the GM, but I think Pete Carroll has a ton of input into personnel decisions, obviously. But right. And so, Andy, back to the Super Bowl. So, Tampa Bay beats who in the in the Super Bowl? Um, well, I think previously I would have said Buffalo, but I just talked you out of Buffalo because they're frauds. Well, no, but I mean, like, I think that's that's pretty concerning that there would be such a, a turn of events there that would result in 
such a low scoring game like that. Um, Against the Jags. Yeah, but yeah. you know maybe that's yeah. something that you know you must just qualify who the opponent was against yes. the Jags. Yes, the same Jags allowed thirty-one points to Geno Smith. But may- maybe it's a game like that that just you know motivates them. Yeah, and, it could be. You know, you know, elevates them to a higher level. Um, I mean, I could care less. I, I'm, I don't like Buffalo because they're Buffalo, right? right? But um, <laughs> I think there are some storylines that you know I like to I like to see play out. Um, I, you know, so, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, um, like Tampa Bay, maybe Buffalo. Um, I would hate to see, you know, like a a team like Green Bay now advance far in the playoffs because of some shithead at the, you know, leading the charts like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I don't have any, any favorites, but, you know, I, I'd love to see, you know, Brady, you know, win another one at, at his age. Mm-hmm. I actually Jay and Jamie knows this, but I secured a domain name uh, based on Brady's uh, having won the Super Bowl, uh, the, his seventh Super Bowl. Oh, you did? What's it yeah. called? It, Mr. Uh, one, two, seven. You think uh, someone's, you think uh, someone's going to be looking for that one? Well, I thought <laughs> Mr. this, Mr. One, two, seven. I, I, uh, well, it, it was kind of a, a, a play, right? Because mm-hmm. number 12, seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, okay. Um, but I there was, I can't, I can't remember what the other thing was, but um, it was, oh, and it was his fifth MVP, um, wasn't it? I think it was his fifth MVP um, as well. Uh, fifth Super Bowl. I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, and, Super Bowl and, MVP. And, probably. MVP. That sounds yeah, right. So I, secured, I mean, for 15 bucks, I figured, you know what, why not? Yeah, right. It's a lottery um, ticket. A lottery oh. ticket, and yeah, of course, uh, nobody you know came after it. <laughs> so, you still got time. Oh. Giselle yeah, might email you and offer a million dollars to buy it for his birthday or something. Like uh, that. for her, I'd, hear- I'd give it to her for free. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this remind me of something. Um, last year, someone reached out to me wanting to buy the domain blitzball.com off of me. Really, yeah. So, they said, We're a, we're, we're a gaming company, we're coming out with a um a board game called Blitzball hmm. and we'd like to buy your domain. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll offer you 500 bucks for it. And I said, no. And he was okay. Well then can you make a counter? I said, $10,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't hear back from them. So and so I we're having a go- banquet at the end of the season with the money. <laughs> yeah. I would let it go for 10,000. Cause I'd still keep SRFL.com, but yeah. I, I keep Blitzball.com uh, as well. Yeah. But you know what I would tell them to do, right? I would tell them to what, trade what I would tell them to trademark it, establish another domain, and then seek to have your domain name transferred over. Mm. The, don't tell them that. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. I'll delete do. this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, delete that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can I say something? Please. Sure. So, Andy, you would rather cheer for a, a team that has a player on it that's had been arrested for five <laughs> counts of uh, including uh, here we go misdemeanors including two counts of domestic violence criminal trespass in the second degree malicious mischief in the third degree as well as resisting arrest driving while under the influence and reckless endangerment of roadway workers than a person that just told the fib to the press and not the league or his team i i didn't there was no rape there right in any of the uh <laughs> yep. charges sure, that you've no. just raised no. aaron Rodgers didn't rape anybody that, that we you know, know of really he you was, think you yeah. think shailene woodley's with him for you know <laughs> oh, please. Big he's, dating, he's dating down and not the part <laughs> he i think i'd dirty, agree with you she's a dirty uh, hippie yeah 
I, I, Wait, I, I've, I've not been impressed with who is that player you were describing? Is it um, Richard Sherman? Oh, I was going to guess. Yeah, I was going to play a fun game. And he did all those do? things. Yep, this summer. Look how was that when he was summer. He had a bad <laughs> all I had year, to do was summer. Google Buccaneers arrests, and he was the first one. And then I got Ray Mickens, but I think he's old. Ray Mickens. Yeah. Anyways, you okay. guys are judging because all he did was lie to the press. Like, who cares? It's none of their business to begin with. Jaden Mickens. Jaden Mickens. I don't even Mm. know who that is. But he's on the Bucks. Anyways, that was. Yeah, I I agree. There's no winning that game, though. What's What's right? The who's worst game? The who's worst game in the NFL. Every roster is half felons. Well, that's my point. There's always going to be a bigger fish in the the NFL. Like, Aaron Rodgers lies to the media, and that totally like overshadows the fact that the wide receiver for the Las Vegas. Well, he kind of lied to other players in the NFLP as well though right do you think everybody in the NFL knew who's unvaccinated everybody on his team knew everybody yeah, but, but the opposing players don't know that they assume he is vaccinated he's walking around the field on the sidelines without a mask well no one has to wear a mask on the sidelines yeah you do nope not in outdoor games you don't that was last year you have indoor year. games Carson Carson wants this... his mask all the time he does but not this year you don't have to no okay ultimately it, I don't really care um, it's just Jamie, thought, Jamie, maybe I get more annoyed with the politicizing. Right? I just thought I would defend a little bit here since I've been sitting here not saying you anything, have been very so. quiet. Yeah, yeah. Just, there's no point arguing, right? But I just thought I'd give a little bit. We don't argue, we discuss. <laughs> no, I know right. I, that's right. It's yeah. a, with an eyebrow raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just con- it's a conversation, not a controversy, as Aaron yeah, says. Right. I just like talking shit about it just to bug you, Jamie. That's all. I know. I I don't really care. But I do mean it that I hope he doesn't play on Sunday. I am serious about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't wish ill on anyone, but yeah. Pete Carroll's the dirtiest. He's not even allowed to coach in the NCAA anymore. Because he bought someone a house? Because of USC? Yeah. He got, yeah. Whatever. You're right about him and his timing. He got out of USC just in time. He's got good timing. Reggie Reggie Bush and and, uh, got his Heisman taken away. That's like what 15 years ago now? Jeez, time's just just flying. Andy, who's gonna win the Blitz Bowl this year? Oh. Uh well, I'm certainly not out of it yet. <laughs> no, Girl. you're not. Still alive. <clears throat> so you're picking yourself? Is that what you're saying? Am I picking myself? I, yes, I'm, sir. I, I, I think I would be doing a little bit better if I had the time to devote to it and and get a little better sense of, you know, what's actually happening, you know, week to week, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, have not really uh, had a great deal of time to do that. But um, otherwise, I mean, Jamie and react, you know, they clearly devote, I think a, a lot more time to this than, than others. Um, you know, I think there's, Andy, a- you, you devote, you, you devote less time to me and your pick percentage is higher than me. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like it's it's really it's a flip of a coin, you know, 500, 515. I mean, but, you know, Jamie's got these high end expectations on him and, you know, people expect him to do well. And if he doesn't, then, you know, then he's the most overrated. Right. It's so true. Got to do well. It is a lot. I don't, of think I've, I don't think I've ever won most overrated. I don't think maybe unless George voted for me one year. <laughs> George <laughs> voted for almost every year. Only for spite votes. Yeah, spite votes. Well, Andy, you could still make the playoffs because, as you know, we have a wild card playing round this year for the playoffs. Yeah. And um, you're not too far off on the power ranking. So, 
You know, if you get hot the last three. Well, I'm like 14. Uh, no, I'm like 14 and 15 in the power rankings. Yeah, but you don't need to be number one in the power rankings. You just have to catch two teams above you, which is George yeah. and, and Martin. So No, I mean, I, I got to compete on points, I think, when I look at the standings. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, if you win a couple way. games here, you'll be right in the hunt. No, no, right. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, like it's still well, early yet. Yeah, nobody's doing great, I don't think. Right. Right. Halfway yeah. through the season. So you got lots of time. Just yeah. beat Jamie twice. In, in four weeks, you can catch. Have we played yet this year? I think we did once. Yeah, First you beat week me. one. You week beat one. Me. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, probably. I think it was yeah. early. Yeah, I think you generally do beat me. Not only in the playoffs, you beat me. And I like it. Beat you off. Beat me off. Oh, Al's a no-show tonight, by the way. Oh, it is? is? Yeah. There it is. Lock. Yeah. Unlocked. The Andy, no-shows who's... have always pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dan's no, no man. Show like, 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 quietly you know, last year. Last week. Like, some people have busy lives. Some people have busy lives, yet, you know, they always find a way to just, you know, take 30 seconds, log in, and just get something in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think, you know, this has been going on long enough. 26 it, years, you'd think you'd know... <laughs> right, like, like yes. put a reminder in your calendar. Just, just do yeah. it. Well, how many, Dan? You spend so much time uh, adjusting spreads and write ups and stuff like that. You spend yeah. all that time. We should be able to spend two minutes to make a Thursday pick. It's true, true fact. And you said, you said, Dan, you missed the game last week. Yeah. So last Thursday, I was, um, <clears throat> it's like, oh my gosh, it's seven o'clock. Okay, I'm going to help the girls with their homework right now. And the next thing I know, it's eight thirty, and Jamie is texting me. Did you know show? Like, oh, <laughs> you you uh, you should have taken that as a pick. To be honest, you were overly uh, fair to yourself. That's you, okay. you you even said on the on the you weren't even paying attention on the WhatsApp. You the, said you wanted to take the Jets, and they were already down seven points or something, right? Oh, if well, the I, commissioner no shows, he ought to lose the week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's true. I agree with Andy. I was about to say, I think you would, you should have, you should have extended the same that you would to other players, but that's hard. Like, I know if I it's, emailed it's you hard. and said, I missed it, can you give me the Jets? And it was 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the game. Yeah, I assume you'd give it to me. But when you're the HOFO and you have a hand on all the controls, it's kind yeah. of a different set of standards. Yeah, you have to be exactly. careful. So I, th- I thought of an alternate, alternate punishment for no shows, by the way. You know, oh, I let's hear it. Kind of cool. Is he unzips his pants? Is, is this physical? <laughs> is, is... <laughs> no. Minus one float for every no show in the playoffs. Oh, what if you don't make the playoffs? Yeah. Well, I that's guess whatever. You're not. That's yeah. Yeah, then that's your punishment. You miss the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, another thing. And I'm glad that's Jamie brought it up on on the float. I hate it making the playoffs. And then you ultimately like, as you advance, I mean, if you've got like a five, five, uh, five float and then you end up playing somebody who's got a oh, 10. Yeah. yeah that's like, tough. I, I think as you continue to advance throughout the playoffs, you should be able to pick up float so that you're kind of on equal footing as you make it further um, hmm. in, in the playoffs. That's an interesting idea. Remember the other idea we were have had about if you, you, ha- you beat a person, you take their float for the next oh. round oh that's cool too that, that's a cool idea it definitely the way it is now makes it very hard if you sneak in as a wild card to overcome those floats along the way but, yeah. but then how often does the float actually make a difference in, I don't in know. the outcomes i assume a bit maybe not in outcomes but certainly in terms of like picking strategy and float allocation i mean it makes it a lot easier i i've yes. always thought that it did but yeah, I think especially especially in the semifinal, right? When you've got only two games to pick from. That's true. When there's only two games. But I think of like 
my playoffs like wild card week where there's four week four games that I'm painting over like one point or two point and then they win by 14 or 20 and it's yeah, like, yeah. it didn't it matter like in it the end. It didn't matter exactly. But this year we have even more games, right? There's six games in the first round. Do you going to change this, the float at all, Dan? Have you thought about this? I can tell you've not thought about this. I have not actually. Mm. I have, okay. I yeah, that's a good point. I have to think Dan's, about that. Dan's thinking about my uh, minus one float. I got to see this. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't mind that idea too. It, but no I don't want to give more float just to compensate for the first round, right? Because then after that... Because then after that, it's back yeah, to normal. It's back to normal it, again. The guys so. with the highest float won't even be in the first round, right? The 10. Oh, that's true. We'll the buy. That's true. Yeah, actually, you make really good points. Jumbo skicks. <laughs> I might have to think about how this is going to have to work this year. be okay. interesting. That's more to sure. come on that one. More to come on that one. Was there okay. any lines this week that you guys wanted to talk about or point out or highlight? Let's see here. Any blitzes you like? Any Other than blitzes? Baltimore over Miami and they're tied right now? Take the Niners at home on Monday night, boys. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Against the Rammies. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure I like San Francisco in that spot. No, I don't like it. Molf, if you were still a Molf the Soda fan, you would be really frustrated with how the Vikings have played this year, right? Oh my god! But it's let so many get away. They've been like that for a while, yeah. Right there, they should be way better than they actually are. That's why the line's only two and a half against the Chargers. And I like the Chargers in that one. Yeah, but I mean, Minnesota could beat them exactly. Definitely. Delvin Cook is Delvin Cook playing, or is he is he a self battering? Wait. Yeah, I, last I saw he was playing. He, I could be wrong. Things could have changed, are, but last I saw Aren't he was there playing. some charges up against him or something? Isn't something going on with him? No, because yeah, because he got beaten up by that cop. Oh, I don't know the story there. There's a video of like her threatening to pull her gun on him. It's pretty, I don't know the details either, but it's kind of a, oh. it's pretty convoluted. Must have been his fault. I think it was. What's the latest on the Packer line right now? It's a three and a half. It's, three and a half. It's all Is about, it still it's three and a half? Same. I mean, oh, the latest. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. What, what do we got here? I think it dropped when Aaron Rodgers said he may, he hopes to be playing. It still says three sure. and a half. Is it? Yeah. So if he doesn't play, what happens to that line? Does it turn to a Dan deal? I think it's a huge Dan deal, honestly. If it's Jordan Love again, because Seahawks yeah. are getting some guys back this week from injury, like Chris Carson is apparently playing, which would be helpful. Obviously, Russell Wilson. I think going into Green Bay, they haven't won there in what five years or something crazy, like the yeah. ten straight losses in Green Bay or something. So Matt Hassel back in Green Bay. But I think because everyone saw Jordan Love look pretty bad last week, you'd think it. I don't know. I can't see the Seahawks being favored in Green Bay even without a quarterback. I was so, Seattle against the run. Not great. Their defense is not great really at all. So it's probably so, middle of the pack against the run, and then it's horrible against pass against the pass. So if Rogers can't do can't ride a bike for more than ten minutes, then and he doesn't and he can't play because his cardio is not up to snuff. Do you think that line moves to what a pick'em? Yeah, that sounds right. You don't think this there's any way that the Seahawks be favored with Russell playing? No, I can't see it because it's not like Green Bay Lambeau Field is you know hollow ground magical. Yeah. No, there, that doesn't happen anywhere anymore. Like home field, that kind of home field. No. There's so much parody in the league. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you never know. If if Rodgers, if he comes out on Saturday that he's not playing, I bet you the line does take a three-point dive, but or maybe even slightly more. I don't know. Because the betting public would probably 
there's some recency bias, right? So the Seahawks had a bye week, but before that, they looked pretty good against a horrible Jaguars team. And then uh, the Packers looked bad against a pretty mediocre Chiefs team. So I think this betting public would probably be fine with a line of like Seahawks minus three. I just don't see it going that high. So, so forget the line for a second then. If you take the line out of the way, if Rodgers is in play, would you, would you, would you pick the Seahawks as a lock to win that game? Forget blitzing, just in terms of who would win that game. Not as a lock. I Russell would say Wilson. without Wilson could be just rusty is just as exactly uh, rustier than uh, Le Dois. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> he could be. Um I if if Rogers didn't play, I would in a pick 'em, I would take the Seahawks, to be honest. You would. Okay. But that's I'm a bit biased. I think their defense is getting better, um, because it couldn't get any worse. But and I don't I agree with you, I don't buy the you know, mystique factor where they can't win in, in uh, Lambeau, but what would in you say, game, Jamie, without Rogers, what would you say? Yeah. I, I would still take the Packers, but would you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. And I would think they had a good chance, but that could go either way. I don't like okay. I think with Aaron Rodgers, the Seahawks win 15% of the time. Yeah. Oh, without, give a score there <laughs> without Aaron Rodgers, uh, They win, I would say 60% of the time. Really? Yeah, 35. So 45 percentage points bump. Okay, just to test the transitive theory here, then let's say this game, this is this is Russell's return game, but it's an arrowhead. Do you think the, the Seahawks have a chance of winning? Um, yeah, given yeah. that the Packers could have could have beaten Kansas City without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I guess I do, but um I, I still I'm being optimistic that the Seahawks will be better with a week off and some guys getting s- some rest and coming back from injury, but we'll see. Are they the Bills beat week? Kansas City? What's that? Even the Bills beat Kansas City, didn't they? In Kansas <laughs> they City. Did. Yeah, so they so stink. Most they by lost that logic, Jack, so Jacksonville. Yeah. Should... yeah, wait till exactly. Jacksonville plays the Chiefs. They're going to win by forty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah, I gotta go get dinner. Right. All right, well, oh, you... nice talking to you again, Andy. Oh, all right, the exchange. Yeah, good yeah. seeing you all, Montgomery. Yeah. Good seeing you. Nice yeah. to see you. Nice that was to fun. hear uh, you guys are all doing well. See Dan, you, you look good. Far too long. Jamie didn't see you too long ago, but still, yep. always good to see you, especially yeah, you in a green velour robe. <laughs> <laughs> Which robe is that, Jamie? Is that the yeah guy? guy. Yeah, there you oh, go. Nice, Beauty. sexy. All Special right, friend gave it to me. Special friend. That's right. Although you're supposed to wear it naked, sir. That was the, that was the deal. That was the deal. I am naked. Okay. I'm just wearing your shirt. Okay. Porky Pig in it. I'm airing it out. Yeah, Porky Pig. The Porky Ravens, Pig. let's all your cheer for the Ravens looking. here. They got to cover this touchdown and a half spread. It's oh, be I'm, fun. I'm, I'm calling it, by the way. Um, oh. uh, Lamar's going to win the MVP. Oh. 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 That's, that's, I'm, telling you, I'm calling my shot. Okay. For, Aaron would have won it, but Aaron, Aaron's not going to win it this year. Because of what happened, the lying. So I not Kyler. You don't think Kyler's got a shot? Well, is he, gonna, he might miss a few games. Might miss a few games. He won't. Uh... <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks. hosting. Good times. You guys yeah. are doing a good job with this. Okay. Good to see you, Andy. Thanks, man. Okay. Okay. Good you seeing you. That was good. You too. All right. All right take guys. care, guys. Have a good All night. Right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.